From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 341, for the week of September 11th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell. I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel, plus our special guest Luella Loriola. In this week's show, Michael continues his lead up to Disneyland 60th with a look at the first year. And we have the second part of Wayne Toygo's look at Six Flags Magic Mountain. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Diz Boards Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey Hello. There. Hi there, ho there. How was everyone's week? Bueno. What? Bueno, Spanish. Bueno. Oh, so it's Spanish. That's Spanish. Spanish for good. Nice. Thank you. I have to have Mary Jo translate. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Dapper Day is coming up this week. Um, I keep checking the boards to see if a meet time has been decided, and if it happens before the end of the show, I will let you know. At the end of this recording, I will let you know. But we are meeting up on Friday afternoon or evening, um, most likely at the Grand Californian. So, And I will be there. Mary Jo will most likely be there. So, yep. And I'm trying to get some buttons done so we can have some Dapper Day buttons that say the Diz on them. So, Well, and why don't we put a link to the show notes on... Um, for the Dapper Day thread, I did. Yep, I, I did last week, and I also I will also do that this week. Put it, okay. put the link to that thread in there, so that people can check it out and see who's coming. And it looks like there's a lot of people that are interested in showing up. So hopefully, you can finalize that time and get together and drink or something. Sounds eat. Like I'm fun. sorry, eat. That's what I meant. And, and, yeah. and how will you and announce the time of the meet? There, there's a there's a there's a thread on the boards of people that are coming to Dapper Day. So people so. should really go to disunplug.com and look at the show notes to see the thread. And the, yeah. the name of and the thread it's on is the boards. It's called Dapper Days in September. Anyone else thinking of going by Cheryl yeah. Lane? So just look for the Dapper Day Dapper Day thread, and then um, on the Disneyland boards. Mm-hmm. Any housekeeping? Yes. Tony. Okay, well, first, the most exciting, not really, is that, um, you know, the Arctic, uh, the transit center that we're building? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been driving by, Mm -hmm. and it's lit up like a Christmas tree inside. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, well, I thought I was the only one. What is this again? I think when when we drove by, I drove by with you or something one time. Uh, Well, no, it's now, it's all green, red, yellow, blue lights, like, all throughout it. It's really interesting. First of all, it looks like this crazy dome-ish futuristic thing, like from Mad Max or something. But then now it's lit up with multicolored lights. What do you guys? I don't talking know what that about? means. It's just the the new transit center in Anaheim that's going to replace the train station at um, the Angel Stadium. Yeah. Oh, nice! That's so. going to be like the the where they can have the, if they ever get the trolley going, they'll have the trolley connect there. And Amtrak comes in there. Metrolink comes in there. It's very gorgeous looking. We ran um, right by it when we did the Disneyland half, and everyone was, their eyes were just glued to it. Because all right, of a sudden it's, yeah. you can, yeah. 
So, Luella, tell us, how was the Disneyland half? Oh, the Disneyland half was a lot, was, um, a lot of fun. It was its ninth year, and the course was um, changed a little bit, and we ran by that building, Tony, that you were talking about, and uh, we ran right past it. Um, but the half itself, they... It was all through Labor Day weekend, and even though... Is that the, the one that goes through the stadium? Yes, it goes... The, the half runs through the Angels Stadium where it's filled with Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Uh, the 5K and the 10K pretty much stays in the park. Right. Um, okay. And, but, um, not, but, but not all the marathons go through. They're just, just the this one, I think, right? Um, right now, Tinkerbell just did. the half. Did yeah. Tinkerbell did? Okay, okay. Uh, and, that was the yeah, they they try to change the course with each race, and now that there's two more run Disney Disneyland races, um, it'd be interesting to see what the course is going to be. Yeah, but the Disneyland half always, as long as there's not a game, er, no, that would make it soon. more fun. <laughs> well, yeah. now that I'm uh, join, I've joined the uh, 10K for next year, so now I'm interested. Now I want to know what's going on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. And the 10K is a lot of fun, too, because it goes through the convention center. Um, but uh, the half is the one where it goes through the stadium. And and now it goes through that new transit building <laughs> by it. Nice. Very cool. Any other housekeeping? I have housekeeping. Go ahead, Michael. So, uh, uh, well, I have a few. Um Anyway, um, uh, Carol and I were listening to last week's show, and Tony, we have to disagree with your non-review of Tilly's. We, we, <laughs> really? we, we, we eat there, we've eaten there several times, and we've preferred it over the Denny's Drek that they serve at that restaurant. Really? Really? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, oh. it's not, it's not fine dining, but w- for breakfast, we get the omelets, and we enjoy them. And we, our granddaughter loves their ice cream. And we'll go there at the end of the evening for ice cream rather than wait in the super long lines at, oh. you know, oh. in the parks. Okay, and let's debate. So what about we, the price? So we, it doesn't seem that outrageous to us. And the ice cream is really good. Homemade ice cream, homemade fudge and all that. So we, we don't mind it. I, I, I've had some really bad experiences like Denny's, I'll never eat there again. So, um, and you're talking to Denny's number one fan and Tom. Um, so, I've been yeah, other Denny's one, one that have been fine, but not that one across from the park. There's, yeah. there's a listener who wrote in, uh, who commented on on our show notes page, Rebecca. I had to laugh at the review of Tiffy's. My husband and I stayed at the Annabella in early 2009, visiting from Australia, and ate there. We were disgusted with the food. I actually got sick and had to return to our hotel room before going to the park. Oh. We, we weren't <laughs> as generous and didn't leave a tip. So, <laughs> well, Anyway, so that's that's been our experience there. We'll go there um, when we're staying at the Annabella. So, anyway. And then uh, I wanted to... I, we, Carol and I also, we went to Apple Hill today, which is similar to Julian that you've talked about Mary Jo mm-hmm. because you know it's it's apple picking season and so oh. we went up for some apples and you know go to some of the bakeries up there and things like that at the different orchards and we met up with a couple of listeners um Sally and Gordon they live up there and they invited Carol and I to join them at one of the um orchards and bakeries up there so they are big fans of the show very enthusiastic fans and uh, Actually, I had met Sally. I talked about it once where 
I was in a theater here in our town and I was just standing in the lobby and somebody said, are you Michael Bowling? And, wow. um, and you know, when it's at really out of context right. and somebody recognizes you and you are like nowhere near a Disney park. So it was a, it was a little um, surprising. And so that's how we got to know each other. How oh, cool. So, so yeah, so we had a lot of fun. So where was then, this again? It's called Apple Hill. If you look on a map, you want to look for Camino. It's right above Placerville. Okay. And it's, and what it is, it's, it's dozens and dozens and dozens of orchards that also have bakeries. And you can just drive around there, eat your way through. A lot of them offer, um, food as well. They have, you know, little like counter service restaurants, barbecues and things. There are, um, arts vendors, like arts and crafts vendors at many of them. And some have mazes and, you know, pony rides and little trains. And there's also wineries up there. There's the Jack Russell Brewery, if you're a, a beer fan. Uh, it, it's a really nice place. Up here, it, it's not autumn if you don't go to Apple Hill. But and if you go at multiple times in the fall and winter, they have different, uh, you know, different apples come into season. And in some of them are even open in spring and summer uh, because of the berries and, you know, plums and peaches and, you know, things like that. So anyway, so, yeah, so we went out because of the Gravensteins are, were, are out. So that's why I wanted to go up. I've met the Gravensteins. They're nice people. <laughs> and they have wonderful apples. <laughs> And then finally, there's a few changes at the park. I, I call them the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, outside the exit of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Miley Cyrus's <laughs> portrait at the exit corridor has been replaced. And it's they've been re- she's been replaced by Disney legends, the Sherman Brothers. So much more appropriate. Really? And why Except did Michael it take... Jackson, Michael why, Jackson is still there. Yeah. But why did it take so long? Right. You think after the the moment she said Hannah Montana was dead, that they would have said time to take it down. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, but yes, so that's a very positive change. The bad for some, um, the meet and greet for the bear known as Duffy has been completely removed from outside Treasures in Paradise across from Ariel's Grotto. The store still has Duffy items. But the bears lost his um, his spot. I, you know, I hadn't paid too much attention. But had you, did he seem to have a following at the Disneyland parks? I don't know. When our granddaughter always wanted to see him when we were there, that was always a character on her list, and we never had to wait more than thirty seconds to a minute. Um, to, Whereas you know, Donald, there, Donald Duck the, just down the way was a huge line. Right. Right. So I don't know how popular he was. Luella, you have a son, right? Yeah, I think locally, Duffy is not that popular. Whenever I saw people carrying a Duffy or in line to see a Duffy, they they seemed like they were from out of town or even from (laughs) another country. But my children, they... It's it's they think it's a big Build-A-Bear. They'd probably wave at it and walk by it. Okay. So... But, but it's a shame that they don't put something else there. It'd be nice if there was maybe something from one of the um, Pixar uh, animated but the, features but they have or that, something. The gazebo just like fifty feet, fifty yards away that has Donald in it. So maybe it was yeah, just redundant to have too many. 
maybe. Yeah. But go, if you ever go to Tokyo Disneyland, Duffy's mm-hmm. a superstar. There, yeah. So. Um, oh, and the ugly, and I'm really disappointed by this. The flatbread pizzas have been replaced by regular pizza slices at Disney California Adventure Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Um, the, for a featured pizza, it's seven ninety nine a slice. Pepperoni is seven dollars and forty nine cents a slice. Vegetarian is six ninety nine a slice. Cheese is six ninety nine a slice, and any whole pizza is thirty two ninety nine a slice. We all know how good Disney pizza is. And I, I really liked the flatbread pizzas they had there. I it thought it was a really I, nice I, um, option. It concerns me that they're going to start because they brought them out as they were improving their counter service meals. And I'm, I'm wondering if they've decided, okay, let's go back to cheap. That's what I'm wondering. Too. That, that, and also, I think I'm willing to spend $8 on a flatbread because it doesn't seem like something that I can equate with something outside of the parks. But when you charge me $8 for a slice of pizza, I know how much slices of pizza are. I have a hard time paying for it. Yeah. The only the only thing that I want to add is that it seemed like we were getting flatbreads at every single counter service location. It was like a everybody had their own flatbreads. It's like they needed they needed to do something else, but this wasn't it. No. So, so that's my housekeeping. I have Thank one more. You, Go ahead, Tony. Okay, so I was taking Andrew to a tennis tournament right mm-hmm. near the parks, and an in and out is being built that is now Whoa. closer than the one in Fullerton. How close? Two point seven miles away on the <laughs> corner of Ball and State College. Okay. Oh, the other direction. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's actually probably a lot faster to get to because the one in Fullerton, you have to go on down Harbor, which is stoplight after stoplight after stoplight. So this one, and I was looking to see if the art went there, and I don't think so, but when I was leaving, the art was on Ball and State College. So um, it's going to be the closest one by far. And it doesn't look like, when in and out does something, they do it pretty quick. So it looked like it, I mean, it's probably a month or so, maybe two months away. Time, time to so, check the art website. I look no, I did look at the art website and I okay. couldn't see it that it went there exactly. But I'm sure you can get one close. It's across from it's near that where that McDonald's and KFC and then a Burger King big shoe yeah. store. So they're gonna put mm-hmm. it in that same complex over there? No, it's kind of behind. It's more on State College than Ball, but I know our listeners and everybody always wants to go in and out if they're from <laughs> other places, and this yeah. will be the closest one. So, Will so art was, go over there, do you think? The art, or okay. I, Again, I don't think it goes the far. art does not go. I don't think the art goes there, but it goes nearby. Just, just checking. Well, no, because I already I said it. That's why I said that. <laughs> like three minutes ago. Not even I'm three slow. minutes ago. It must be your internet connection, Mary Jo. (laughs) Thank you, Michael. It's a little slow. (laughs) We'll blame internet. Okay. Any other housekeeping? I just have a really quick one. Go ahead. Um, One of our listeners, Andrew from Toledo, Ohio, he had sent us a link to the opening day of Disneyland on YouTube, which is the full opening day. 
And so I'd like to just throw that in our show notes for anybody who'd like to watch it. I did watch it. I thought it was a, an, a nice retro. So that's is it. it the, is it the uncut version? I'm trying to think. The uncut Were version the has the mistakes, in right? It. Were the musketeers in it? We'll have to watch it and see. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't forget about Podcast Cruise 5.0. It's coming up soon, November 30th. I think you can still get on there. Uh, on the Disney Magic East Western Caribbean Cruise. And also, don't forget about Royal Caribbean's... Uh, also, don't forget about the Royal Caribbean Alaska Cruise with the Diz and Dreams Unlimited Travel. That's coming up June 12th of 2015 on the Jewel of the Seas. Hope to see you all there. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wwinfo.com. If you... Any, uh, if you want links to anything we talk about, just like we said, you can go to disunplug.com, click on the particular show you're listening to, and we will have all the links there for anything we talk about that you want to see. Um, any of the housekeeping? No? Good. Okay. Over to Tony with the news. A disabled man filed a lawsuit against the Universal Studios Hollywood Amusement Park, alleging he was injured during a fall at the end of the Jurassic Park water ride because his cane was taken away by an attendant before he boarded it. Philip Lascano filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court, alleging civil rights violations, violation of the state's public accommodations law, negligence, and premises liability. He speaks unspecified damages. A Universal Studios representative did not immediately reply to an email seeking comment. According to the complaint, Lascano was boarding the ride on August 31, 2012, when an attendant told him he could not take his cane with him. Lascano handed the worker his cane, but told him he would need the cane to disembark at the end of the ride because he could not maintain his balance without it, according to the lawsuit. Lascano tried to get the attention of attendants at the end of the ride to return his cane and control the crowd around him, but none would help him, the suit states. Lascano tried to get off the ride without his cane, but fell and was injured, the suit states. Lascano was thereafter advised by a manager at the park that the ride attendant should never have taken the cane away in the first place, according to the suit. Now, is Jurassic Park ride, is that, that's the water ride that has like a drop and stuff mm-hmm. in it, right? Uh-huh. So you really wouldn't want to be having a loose piece of wood flying around, would you? Uh, no. You, you you would want to... Okay, let, let, let's back up a second. Can you take a cane with you on Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't... Does anybody know? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that they've ever made people take the cane <laughs> off. I mean, uh, put it to the side. Is this... My dad rode it with his cane, but it was it stayed on his lap. You know, okay, didn't... okay. I mean, I can understand them asking him to set it aside but I, I, I'm curious why he wouldn't just wait for them to give and just sit there well I'm assuming the lawsuit is he was trying to but they wanted him to get off and that's what I I don't see him because it said they had that quote about controlling the crowd so yeah weird I'll find out mm-hmm. okay and even more exciting news more yeah. Buena Park attractions are opposed to a tourism tax. No. So, Bueno Disneyland's in the city of Anaheim. 
Knott's Berry Farm is in the city of Buena Park. And for those listeners who do not frequent Southern California, we're all a bunch of small towns that are now big towns all butting up against each other. So Knott's Berry Farm is in its own little city, Buena Park. Hoteliers and Knott's Berry Farm will not support the establishment of an entertainment district, which would have allowed the creation of an additional tax on guests to raise funds to promote tourism. At least seven other Orange County cities have such districts and impose a tax, usually called a tourism improvement district tax of 2 to 3% of the cost of a hotel stay or theme park admission. The money would have been spent on promoting the entertainment district and been managed by a board of directors. Hotels in Buena Park, like in many cities, already tack onto the bill a transient occupancy tax. In Buena Park, it is 12%. The so-called hotel tax often goes into a city's general fund. Taking direction from the city council, city manager Jim Vanderpool approached Knott's Berry Farm and hotel officials about either forming an entertainment district or charging an emissions tax or a parking tax. The businesses opposed the taxes, Vanderpool said, whether it be Knott's Berry Farm or the hotels with the July 1 minimum wage increase, they, the businesses, are concerned with the timing, the city manager said. It appears the council won't pursue creating a district, at least at this time. Without the support of Knott's or the hotels, the Buena Park City Council instead may ask voters to approve a ballot measure that would increase the transient occupancy tax. The net effect to them is the same, said Mayor Steve Barry on that option. They, hotel and theme park owners, just have less discretion as to where the money goes. And that's the exciting news. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I... I misunderstood when you were talking about the story. Yeah, why would they oppose it? Because I mean, it's the money's going to be used to promote that area. Um, right? They're worried about that businesses with the uh, minimum wage increase. That's what was stated yeah. in the article. <laughs> um, they're concerned with the timing. Like, I think they're okay with it, but let's wait. So. I yeah, I don't see what one has to do with the other. Okay, this is like big because the 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 visitors are paying the tax, right? Yeah, I mean, that, I guess. I don't. I, I know we're not going to have the deep uh, discussion like Nancy and I usually have about Sea World and and business, <laughs> but I don't. I mean, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at one of my last bills in Anaheim. It's like nine nine. Let's see, eight. No, it's over like nine and a quarter percent, something like that. Resort fee? Yeah, I don't know. There's obviously other reasons that us lowly yeah. podcasters don't understand. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> or you lowly podcaster. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm lowly too. I don't know. Yeah. I just read. I'm just a pretty voice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I Well, and, and it could be that they're wanting to keep their rates lower to draw people away from oh, there you yeah, I just made that up. Sounds good. Well, no, but that makes sense. That they're going to want to compete against the hotels in in uh, Garden Grove, and so they're they're not going to want people to pay more money. More right. people are going to want to stay near Disneyland. So if you're trying to get by Knott's Berry Farm or some of the other attractions over there, like Ferrell's, um, mm-hmm. I can see why they wouldn't want to raise them. Yeah. All right. That's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for Rapid Fires. Let's start with Michael. All right. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the September calendar at the Walt Disney Family Museum, and folks might be excited to know that another event has been added to the September calendar. 
Um, on Saturday, September 20th, there will be a talk and book signing um, by Pixar artist Steve Pilcher. Um, he's going to be signing his book over there. Um, earlier this year, Disney Publishing Worldwide launched its Walt Disney Animation Studio Artist Showcase with the book No Slurping, No Burping, A Tale <laughs> of Table Manners, which was conceived and illustrated by Laura Lebeau. And they've yet to announce their second entry in this series, but their, but Pixar Animation Studios is debuting their book starting with Over There by Steve Pilcher on September 20th. You can join Pixar artist Steve Pilcher for a reading presentation and book signing for Over There. And the way the program is going to work is from 1230 to 2, there's a members only reception. And then 2.30 to 3.30, there's a program for the public. And then 4 to 5.30 p.m., there's a book signing for anybody who's in the museum. I have to tell you, my granddaughter loved No Slurping, No Burping so much <laughs> that I had to just give her the book. Because really? Because, yeah, she would have me read it to her three, four, five times in a row. And now I'm, I imagine some of it is because of the way I enunciated the burps and the slurps in a way that I think is a that only guys can do and she loved it and would walk around the house sort of mimicking that so I but she loved that book so um yeah so I gave it to her so it's a it's a charming book so for folks that have young children um it's an entertaining book and you can teach them manners at the same time but um what over there is about it's it, they say it's a heartwarming story about finding courage and friendship in the most unexpected ways. Over there follows a small shrew named Shredder who ventures away from his quiet home to discover what's missing in his life and what is special out in the world. The book is going to be released September 23rd, but advanced copies will be available for purchase at the museum store before the program. Um, if you're wondering what Steve Pilcher has done, he's a self-taught artist, book illustrator, and art designer who's worked at Warner Brothers, DreamWorks Animation, and Walt Disney Feature Animation before joining Pixar Animation Studios. He started as a production designer in WALL-E until he moved full-time into um, working on Brave. So you can pre-order copies or purchase them the, on the day of the event of Over There. Uh, all copies of Over There must be accompanied by a museum store receipt for author's signature. Uh, you're limited to four copies of Over There per guest, and you cannot bring any other personal items to be signed as you normally can at at the signings at the museum. So we'll have a link in our show notes where you can look this up and find out more information on um, on purchasing tickets. But I'll definitely be there. I'll be there at the members-only reception as well as the regular program, and I think I think this will be a lot of fun. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Mary Jo? Well, over at the Disneyland Park, the Frozen Meet and Greet is now passing out fast passes to meet Anna and Elsa, and they've done away with the standby lines. One of our Dizzers on the Disneyland board, um, Sydney, reports that they were at Rope Drop for a 10 a.m. opening. They were led into Fantasyland at 9.45, and they were given fast passes to return. The fast passes are not linked to the system, and guests are given a 20-minute window to return. There are a certain number given out, and once the cast members run out, there are no more given that day. When you return, you must present your park ticket and the fast pass, and they scan them. 
Um, that could be so that they ensure that no more than one per to park ticket so that people don't take advantage of others, etc. There is no standby line for the meet and greet. And, um, and our listeners can go to the thread. We'll have a link in our show notes. And it's called Frozen Meet and Greet now requires fast passes. So I think it's a good thing because people were waiting up to two hours. Yeah. So now they're... I wonder how long the fast passes last until they run out. I'm From the thread, it looks like it's kind of like the uh, Radiator Springs Racers. That a couple an, hours maybe? Yeah, an hour and a half. And, and they're done. So if you want to see... Elsa and Anna don't sleep in. Right. And they're also yeah. giving out the fast passes during um, early entry. So you, I think if you're not staying at one of the hotels or you have a pass with early entry, you um, should be there at rope drop. You have a better chance. If not, um, walk, don't run as soon as you get to the park. <laughs> walk with purpose. Walk with purpose, so they say. All right, I will go next. Speaking I'm sorry. Of- I have. A, I'm sorry. I have another okay. really quick one. Um, okay. Just reminding everybody that the LA County Fair is going on right now through the end of September, um, and we'll have a link in our show notes with those details. Who is okay. Irvie going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> he might. It's a. Lot, I've been there before, and it's a lot of fun. So, where's that held at? It's held. Uh, where the 210 and the 57 meet, LA, Fairga- uh, LA Fairgrounds, which okay. is uh, kind of near Raging Waters. Yeah, and what's great about it is it's a nice, Pomona. yeah, it's a Thank nice, you, cool, okay. <laughs> nice, very, it's very cool. I mean, it, it'll, it'll, I mean, on a nice, cool night, it'll get down to like 98 degrees. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so hot there. And in September, but whatever. It's it's a little warm. Yeah. It's, since since we hit our peak summer weather in September these days. So anyways. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Speaking of meet and greets and adding on to what Michael was saying about Duffy leaving. Well, Duffy made way for Oswald. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit will be greeting guests in Buena Vista Street starting September uh, Sunday, September 14th. So if you want a chance to meet Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, you can head over to California Adventure on the 14th, and you'll be able to do that. I think I think that's going to be a huge, huge, huge Oh, long. yeah, definitely. I always wondered why they didn't have more of those early characters out there, you mm-hmm. know, like Clarabelle the Cow right. and Horace Horsecaller. So I hope this is the I mean, beginning the, of more of those characters. They exist. I mean, they've, they've, they've been around at some of the, some of the events, so it's not like... They'd be starting from ground one. Right, zero, right. Yeah, so. He showed up at the annual pass holder event, and everyone went crazy. Were him. you there? I wasn't there. I had oh, a friend sorry. there, okay. and uh, they were just nuts. Everyone was nuts over yeah. him, so he's going to be very popular. I remember when they released the Oswald ear hats yeah, and how, how like popular those were. Well, and they, they made them initially. Somebody made them for... Was it some conference, some electronics conference oh, or something? Yeah, it was the, the E3 or something. E3, yeah. yeah. And so people were like, where where can you get them? And you can't get them. It's like, 
Disney was missing out. Right. Okay, on my bucket list, I now know what I want. I want a picture of me, Oswald, and Al Michaels all together. <laughs> because now that you know, Al, Disney like that, should do that. That should. That would be the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Explain to listeners why that would be cool. Because, and I know it only because I know football. Um, so when NBC only because got, I know Disney. Yeah. yeah so it works out perfect per, per together. Yeah. But now I've heard it on the Disney podcast and stuff. But um, and I'll, hopefully I'll explain it correctly. But Al Michaels, who does Sunday Night Football now for NBC, used to do Monday Night Football for ABC. And then when NBC took over moving Monday Night Football to Sunday Night Football, they wanted Al Michaels. And basically they got him for – since uh, NBC had Oswald, they basically traded Oswald for Al Michaels. Mm-hmm. Right. And NBC had Oswald because uh, of Universal. Yeah. Because Universal owned Oswald. So, yeah, I think it would be great now that it's a real character to have a picture of those two. <laughs> Something for the <laughs> D23 expert. Yeah. All right. Um, Luella, you have anything you want to talk about? Well, I've just mentioned, because uh, I was speaking earlier, that I did the Disneyland half. Um, and the first inaugural Avengers superheroes half is the next Disneyland Resort race coming up, and that's the weekend of November 14th through the 16th. And a lot of people were talking about this during the half. Uh, people are very excited. It's one of the fun things about these Disneyland races is the costumes uh-huh. and the character meets. So I think everyone's really curious about who's going to come out. Are you and- dressing as the Black Widow? Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be interesting. Are you running? Uh- um, I am running, okay. and uh, I, I always dress up in costume. I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to do yet. Um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, what? Wrong comic book. I know, I know but it's, it's, a, it's a superhero. Um, but everyone is thrilled about who's going to be out there. for mm. When you run these races in the park, all the characters are out and about. So, Do you think uh, we'll see anybody that we haven't seen before? I'm not sure. It's okay. and little bits of details are coming out. Of course, the race is sold out. Right. So um, if you haven't bought your ticket already, unfortunately, um, you won't be able to unless you're if you want to join a charity group. But um, going to the expo, any, anyone can go and get all the merchandise. And I've heard that there's going to be a lot of Marvel merchandise, especially for children, since that's kind of hard to come by in the parks. Nice. Maybe so, some Marvel shoes. <laughs> I know those crazy shoes um but it's an inaugural run so um we'll be having a lot of outer towners so it will be busy in the parks that weekend what what's the dates again november 14th through the 16th and there's a kids run a 5k and a half on these races there's no 10k in this one and a pasta party and a pasta party yes Tony pasta party (laughs) You can go to to Tiffy's for pasta. Yeah, there you go. Yes, I could. I might not be. I might be running differently the next day. (laughs) You'll have you'll have your own special Tony route. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you, ma'am. Tony. Okay, Disney's happiest haunts guided tour has returned with new stories and experiences. So, we all know that Halloween time begins at Anne on September 12th. Yep. That's all right. Good. 
Happy um, tomorrow. And guests will have the opportunity to revisit the popular Disney Happiest Haunts guided tour. And it's been updated. This year, the tour sets its focus on Disneyland Park, where guests will learn about Halloween traditions through history and even trick-or-treat for special goodies along Main Street, USA. Throughout the park, the tour stops to experience popular Disneyland Park attractions as well as special Halloween time attractions, Haunted Mansion Holiday, and Ghost Mountain, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. I haven't been on that in a while. i got to go back on it. I can't remember. I think I last, missed it last year. Um, so You're talking about the, the Ghost, ghost Galaxy? The, yeah, the Ghost, ghost Galaxy. galaxy. So the tour is offered from September 12th through October 31st. is approximately two and a half hours long. Theme park admission is required to attend the tour. Tour offerings are subject to availability and may change without notice. And of course, I need to tell you a price. And if I, I can, <laughs> if I can just, there we go. If I can click on the link and keep talking for a second, eighty bucks. With, and that's before your discount, which is yeah. usually your um, annual pass, Disney. Okay, yeah. I, I went on it when the, when it first opened. I, I'd be interested to see what changes. I might go on it just to see the changes. Well, it says the changes, 60, but they didn't $64 tell. $64 if you have the discount. Yeah, but it didn't tell really what the changes were. Well, before you would go to DCA as well, you'd go okay. on. Um, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. So they don't include it, that anymore? No. Didn't just you used to get a key or something as well? Um, I'm sure I thought at the end. Yeah, even if you click on everything, it doesn't tell you what. Yeah, no. Well, they want to keep it kind of yeah, you want to be a little bit. Yeah, yeah it was it was kind of campy. It was really campy the first time that I went on it. So it sounds like they changed the script a little. Yeah. A lot. I like the idea of it having like more of the history or... When they've been doing that to the tours lately, they've been updating them, so... Mm-hmm. With slices of pizza. This one's turn. Yeah, Tyler's been busy. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) That's all I got. Thank you, Tony. Uh, That will do it for Rapid Fire. Time for our thread of the week, Mary Jo. This week's thread comes from DK Soccer, who's a relatively new dessert. And DK Soccer writes, any line cues not to be missed. First time at the Disneyland Resort, so I haven't seen anything. Um, But is there any line that we should definitely take our time going through and not maybe not take the fast pass so as not to miss the often overlooked theming. What's your favorite cue? So I thought I'd go around California and ask what your favorite cues are if you had to pick one at either the Disneyland Park or California Adventure. And we'll start with Tony. Okay. I'm going to say my favorite cue is the uh, Luigi's Flying Tire because it's the one I always tell everybody about. When I'm talking about Cars Land, and it's because, and I was on that with you, and you kind yes. of made me notice that. But when I talk to people, like when I'm doing my traveling for my professional development out and about, and I'm like, oh man, I'm oh Disneyland. I said, you need to go, you need to go to Cars Land, like really. And then I tell them this, and I always explain the queue to Luigi's Flying Tires, and then they're like, oh wow. And I always, um, and this is you, so basically stole it from you, Mary Jo. But the fact that <laughs> everything is so detailed, and there's so much in there, and that just the even the pers- like I said we've said before, but I'm stealing it from you. The whole perspective of the um, globe is from the Italian, the perspective of Italy, and I just love that there's so many details in that queue. So yeah, there's we other. Discovered que- that when we were there. Yeah, we did. You discovered it for me. Like you told me about it, and that's what made me really notice it. And so um, that's why it's. I, that's why I'm going to say it's my favorite because it 
brought back the amazing theming that I think Walt originally envisioned. Very cool. Michael, what about you? Well, my favorite cue is Indiana Jones, especially when it worked. And <laughs> but, but most of the effects don't work any longer. But, you know, I think that's a cue you definitely take your time to go through. You know, they don't give out the little cards anymore where you could, you know, easily translate the, the hieroglyphics on the wall. Although if you really look at them, you, you, you can figure it out. But the card's available online. Yeah, I mean, you can always so download it. That have done it. And because and that, that, that tells a story. All those little, you know, the, those little lines and all that, the, the little carvings. So that's my favorite one. So definitely don't rush through that. A lot of times you have no choice. You can't right. rush through it. But um, well, no, well, it's but a the good pro- cue. Problem now with fast passes, though, you you're bypass. held at the you're held at the ex at the at the beginning of the building, and then you walk right past all the cool stuff. Right. Quickly right. Exactly. To, so. Yeah, but you might want to go, if, especially for people who would have the five-day park hoppers. Mm-hmm. If they have time in the morning or, or and such, and they're looking for details, that these cues that Tony and Michael have mentioned so far are cues worth exploring. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for people who like to know the, um, see the the details, because Disneyland's known for that. Yeah, Luella, what about you? What what cue would you recommend? You know, I actually like the Radiator Springs cue. Um, when it's not too, too long, but when it first (laughs) opened up, uh, the queue was actually quite uh, entertaining, and it kept my son preoccupied. A little bit of history about just the Radiator Springs, and if you look at the details, I think everyone would be really quite impressed of what they did with that queue. Especially going through the bottle house, and I think, what is it, the hub, not the hubcap. Um, there's oil cap house or something yeah, like oil, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I could swear my husband, my son was saying he could find some hidden Mickey's in there. So that's kind of fun too. Very cool. Um, Tom, what about you? Um, I would say I'm trying to think of of cues at Disneyland. Um, I, how about Haunted Mansion? I mean, all those tombstones that you can check out. As you're waiting in line, and That's all the de- all the details on the on the mansion itself that you can check out while you're waiting in line, especially at Halloween or Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome, yeah. awesome cue. Um, those are excellent cues. The thread has some other um, recommendations, like Star Tours. They're saying that that would, and and even oh, the Jungle that one's Cruise, really fun. Yeah, yeah, Star Tours is really great, and so is the Jungle Cruise with their uh, animate animatronic um oh what is zazu hornbill hornbill in there and there's some more so if um our listeners have any more ideas or they'd like to see what our disneyland board deserves have said um go to the thread called any line cues not to be missed and we're going to have that in our show notes excellent thank you mary joe thank you team that is going to do it for this segment of the design plug be sure to catch all of our other disneyland shows this week And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.